The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning and welcome to the warm-up for another week. Matt Warren and Cam Mooney with you. Big show on the way as always. Kicking off your weekend of sports. Simon Hill's going to join us uh, to chat about the Melbourne Derby tonight. Some Champions League and of course Australia's, uh, well I won't say poor performance, but not an ideal performance at the Asian Cup. Moons, welcome to you. How you well, doing? Hello everybody, I'm really well, thank you. Big week of sport as Massive always. Massive week. But we've sort of come off the back now and we're finally I guess getting over what was... The Super Bowl. Well, we're basically getting rid of all the summer sports now, aren't we? We're just about getting close Pretty to footy. Pretty much yep. But uh, how did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Actually, the game first half was horrendous. Yes. Uh, but the overall, it was very good. Um, I guess it's... Um, if you're not... I can understand people not enjoying it, the game. As in, if you've just coming across it and watching it for the first time, you're like... <laughs> This is six hours and what the hell's going well, on? Well, I spent the first half trying not to watch it because I was up in Sydney with the Giants boys for the day and there's TVs. So when you go into a footy club, you realise there's TVs everywhere. They're in the gym, they're in the offices. So I'm walking around mostly virtually in, a, in, in corridors where there are no TVs. And then finally I accidentally looked up and bang, I saw the halftime score 10-3. I went, oh, this is a boring game. Yeah, so I ended up watching the second half on my phone on the plane anyway, so it was okay. I want to get to the game and some of the fallout in a moment because there's some fun stuff that come out of it as always. But um, you're big into American sports. In fact, the your era, I guess, of Geelong players and, mm-hmm. and mates of yours that you still have plenty of time or plenty to do with. Yes. We're into American sports, NFL, baseball, yes, you're we big on. We love um, it, yes. I just came across some audio this week yes. uh, of the great Cameron Ling yes. doing uh, breakfast in K-Rock in Geelong. Speaking about the unique... Um, well, I'll let him explain yeah. exactly what it is. We get the prim- got the premiership medals yeah. presented on the AFL, and that's the most cherished one for AFL. But the club also made up premiership rings for OMG. us. OMG. Well, I got some bling. What? That is the biggest flog thing I've ever heard. So you've got a I've premiership got, ring. I've got bling. I've got bling. Oh, well, we, go, we all wear our rings to the reunions. Do you really? No, I don't. But I, was, but oh, I would, but I would love that. to do well, that. He went on to say that he's never worn it. No, it's I've a bit cringe. No, no. They're, um, they're sitting in a, um, what are they coming? What are those things you come um, in? Ring box? The ring box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ed, what's it called? I was sure there was a name for them. Anyway, mine's sitting in those, uh, which are sitting in a bag with all my memorabilia and medals and stuff like that. Um, and one day, I've always said, one day I would like to pull them all out and hang them all up and sit them on a on a trophy case somewhere. But yes, we have premiership rings. If I had have realised, if I had have come across that audio earlier in the week, I would have asked you to, to bring it in so we could have a bit of a look. That's, well, um, I'll bring it in next week. Okay. There you go. I'll bring them in next week so we can... Is uh, it a big fella like the... No, NFL well, the first one, the first oh, one... Oh, you've got more than one. Well, there's two. I've <laughs> played it too, you know. Come on. Um, the first one's a bit tiny. Uh, it went on my little finger, uh, which doesn't go on there now because it's all bent and busted. Uh, and the second one was a little bit bigger, a little bit more diamonds, a little bit more blingy. <laughs> but obviously I didn't get the third one. So I'm not sure if the boys got the third one for the 2011. Where did you get it made? Duff's or something? Duff's Jewelers. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We had a sponsorship with them at the time. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I'll bring them in next week. That's Incredible. Awesome. There you go. Lingy was a bit embarrassed about it, although uh, I'm not sure he's... Well, I'll tell you now. It was actually a Matty Scar. So Scarlo is the biggest NFL fan. Yep. Ex-AFL player or whatever you want to call it. Probably him and Nick Rewa, who we'll get to a bit later. 
Um, so he was, it was all him. He was like, let's get a ring, let's get a ring. And everyone went, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got rings, but yeah, it was a bit of fun. Yeah. No, I don't mind it, but it is a little bit, <laughs> it's a bit strange at the same time. Um, yeah, the game in the end was what it was. Um, obviously, Kansas City getting over the line in, in overtime. What I found interesting um, is the players not understanding the overtime rules. Well, I kind of half get it, but I don't. So the rules have only just changed recently. So it used to be a team wins the toss, they receive the ball, and if they get a touchdown, game over. Yep. The opposition don't even get a look at it. Which, which happened is, in 2017. Yeah, which, is the stupid, which was the stupidest rule known to me other than the kickoff, which is I still, still can't believe they do the kickoff. What's the point? But anyway, so, yeah, a lot of the players didn't realise that the rule had only just been changed over the last two years maybe. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, but in saying that, it's quite poor that they didn't know. Because the there's audio of the rules. Chiefs that they wanted to receive the ball so they could have a chance to reply or score mm. and win. And then when they came back from the toss, I think Pat Mahomes was even mic'd no, up they saying wanted they wanted it. the ball, great, we were going to yeah. give them the ball sort of thing, whatever. So interesting that two players or more came out this week and said, we actually didn't know the rules. We thought if we scored first, we won the, the uh, Well, the, a lot of the talk now is, um, you know, should they should they have gone on, on fourth on down, 49ers? They probably just should have gone for it and just hope if they didn't get the touchdown, well, then you just – just try and hopefully that your defense just can hold, hold up. But yeah. saying that, I mean, it was Pat Mahomes. Well, it held up most of the game until it just seemed like it inevitably. The second they were half get was there. a really, really good game. Yep. First half, yes, pretty boring. Uh, Australia gets a different courage. Now, I'm big on this because I would have spoken about it. So, after why the is grand this? Because I said before, so Australia gets a different courage. I thought, well, it must be a money thing. But it's not, that's not the case. It's not the case. Well, it is actually a money thing, but it's not for the money reason that you might think because we spoke about it off air. You thought maybe it was the cost of actually taking yeah, the game the from American, American coverage, coverage, which is actually not the reason. I spoke about this after the AFL Grand Final last year when uh, if you watch KO or Fox Sports or Fox Footy, I should say, that you used to a certain broadcast, particularly with no ads mm. and all that sort of stuff. Well, so on AFL Grand Final Day, you only get seven. So all of a sudden, Collingwood kick a goal and it's a ad for My Kitchen Rules, which really just takes the sting yes. out of the game. But that's what it is for that game. So what actually happens here, and you may have heard it if you watched it back, um, is that it's actually the opportunity for Australian sponsors to be heard on the broadcast. So you would have been, there would have been the shaver shop, I think, were on there. McDonald's obviously was doing okay. a bit of stuff as well. So they will go, right, it's a two-minute warning, thanks to shaver shop. And so what it is, it's not about paying for the coverage. It's the fact that Australia, Fox Sports mm. or Seven or whoever, can actually monetize their coverage yes. by having sponsors within the broadcast. Okay. So that's why. So so the, broad, so the broadcasters that we get, so we don't get obviously Tony Romo. Who, we don't get the big dogs. So the guys that are, are, are Fox or Channel 7 employing those Guys, or are they just already calling and they were just taking their coverage? No, 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 no. They are calling for Australia and New Zealand. Okay. They will talk about Australia and New Zealand the whole game. And it's like, oh, you know, it's this time and down under and you're watching it in Perth. Yeah, it's yeah. This. So that's what they do. So they're literally doing it for Australia and New Zealand. And so that would be happening probably at a number of different um, countries around the world. Mm. So we get that. So that's why that is because there's different opportunities for sponsors to be in the broadcast where if you took the American feed, you'd be getting Taco Bell or yes. you'd be getting whatever, whatever. But that's so, why, we, and I guess that's when people always ask, we never see the ads. Well, yes, right, well, that's the exact that's reason why we don't see, see the ads. Have you seen a few ads? I actually have you haven't. seen the Dunkin' Donut ads with Ben Affleck and I lie, I have seen that one. Matt Damon, oh, and Tom Brady. Yep, they, they, they've obviously done a heap of them. Speaking of ramble, tell me about this Stephen A. Smith one. I love Stephen A. Smith. I was lucky enough to meet him a few years ago. He's a, he, and if you're not 
uh, if you don't know who Stephen A. Smith is, he's, I guess, one of the biggest broadcasters in America. He's uh, has a lot of takes on every sport, but he's big on NFL as well. NBA his big, his big show is first take. So. Absolutely. And does a great job. He was, I guess, sticking up for Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey about yes. them hooking up and kissing or whatever the circumstances are. Why wouldn't they? Absolutely. This is what Stephen A. Smith had to say. And then on the back of this, listen to Eddie Maguire's <laughs> coverage on Triple M this week. Y'all ain't getting none? Y'all ain't getting loose? Y'all don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? I mean, what the hell's going on? We are literally talking about, first, oh my God, he kissed her. But at some point in time, they both need to look at everybody and say, get a life. If not, kiss my ass. And so this is... Eddie McGuire's so he's coverage. saying to AC people, just relax. Just get over don't, it. Don't, Let them live. Yeah, don't do carry on about it. So don't carry on about the kiss unless you're Eddie McGuire. Here we go. We're just watching here. Travis Kelsey's walking up to Taylor Swift as we speak. Oh, here we the go. The hat comes off. Mum gets the first kiss. And here we go for the money shot. <laughs> here it comes. Bang! One extreme to the other. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair to Eddie... I loved it. I listened. I heard that live, yeah. and I actually didn't. I did enjoy the the carry on about. So he's it, there live. To the he's other. watching it, and that was fantastic. <laughs> but get a life, Ed. Come on, Ed. Come on, Eddie. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, so look, NFL was was great. And I guess we're going to try to get into it a bit more for next season. But uh, if you're only taking in the Super Bowl, it's hard. It's a long season in terms of the. Well, length we spoke of about games. this the week before. If you've got to read in the paper during the week what a first down is, the game's not for you. Yeah. Okay, so don't, don't don't turn up to the Super Bowl expecting this great game or whatever and you walk away going, well, that was the worst game in the world because if you don't understand it, you don't understand Yeah, it. it's going to be difficult. Hey, um, just quickly touching on some footy news. We're not too far away. And as you just mm. mentioned earlier, the I guess the summer of sports pretty much done now. Cricket, How long's cricket got? Well, we're pretty must much be done. We're done. We head to New Zealand next week okay. for Test Series. So Match Sim starts next week. I think there's going to be some coverage of those games. Are they going to cover Match Sim? I think that's what's going to happen. This Melbourne and the we, Tigers this is what we tomorrow. Do at Fox, mate. We give people what they want. I said to you before the show, you said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I got no idea. No idea. So I think they are doing well, it. I know I'm doing minimal The week coverage. after, I know yeah, I'm yeah. doing a couple of games. I'm going to go to Canberra and I'm doing one down at Geelong. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Are they actually covering? I guess they are. They just throw them on there and just with no commentators, just put the game on maybe. Eddie over here, our producer, is frantically trying to tell me something. You've got a microphone. Ed, just speak. What are you trying to say? So this week, me and Kelsey sat down Thursday night, 10 things I had about you. We were getting into our rom-coms. <laughs> had to give her the lesson. This is the last rom-com we watched on a Thursday night because next week we got lines against the Suns in a practice match. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how Tom Duday goes down back. Yeah, fair <laughs> we enough. We don't get another wrong time. This is our last one. Pick a good one, Kels. <laughs> Love it. Excellent. So that's coming up. We're uh, so we're, we're, we're into footy mode, I reckon, more from yeah. from next week and and uh, see some of the games and see some of the action. So looking forward to that. Moons will be able to find out his Fox Sports uh, coverage. Yeah, see if I'm actually if working. He knows what he's actually doing. <laughs> hey, coming up, big show on the way. Simon Hill's going to chat to us uh, about the Super Bowl versus the World Cup. Looking forward to that. Harry Kane doing bad things for Moons. And his multis, that is for sure. Uh, and also plenty more, including Moons has his big hairy list on the way. This is the warm-up this morning. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. You're listening to the warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. 
The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come this morning on The Warm-Up, all thanks to Bet365. Uh, Simon Hill's going to join us to talk about the Melbourne Derby tonight and also, of course, the Socceroos. Well, they fell short in the Asian Cup. We'll get his take on that. He was there doing some commentary, but uh, the Melbourne Derby tonight on Channel 10 and Paramount+. Plus. Uh, Moons, um, we spoke about this ages ago, mm-hmm. about the NRL going to Las Vegas themselves. In fact, yes. they've got two games. I think we've got South Sydney, Broncos, Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs and Manly. Manly Seagulls are all going along to play two so games. four of the big, big clubs. Four yep. of the big dogs are heading along. But there was a, a special report. I know they've had some issues with, uh, well, potential issues with uh, visas, but there's been a bit of a report, a bit of a warning this week. What was the potential issues with visas? That, that no one organised them. <laughs> 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 and honestly, it's been a story over the last three or four weeks oh. that they haven't got their working visas yeah. or whatever you want to call it because effect- effectively that's what they Well, there was a, a warning from, uh, I guess, security staff or a security man who looked after the Super Bowl. In Vegas, basically saying to the players and staff, you know, that there's a lot of temptations in Sin City and, um, you know, make sure that uh, you don't get caught doing something or do something that's going to basically put you on the front page of every paper in the world. Well, we know that they find it very hard to behave, the NRL Well, players. the boys and got into a little bit of trouble last week in, in Australia. That's right. So and how are they going to go in Sin City? And that's not anything that nobody already knows, <laughs> no. but I'm just saying this is the opportunity, even though you think you're off Broadway, you're nearly on Broadway, to be honest, Ooh, in America. You're on Broadway. And I guess one of the biggest things in, in that article was that talking about, you know, sex scandals and bits and pieces and getting invited to mm. certain parties or rooms or whatever. So there's a few concerns. Basically, you basically want to be in a bubble, and I don't think that's going to happen. So there's two ways of looking at it. You do that, this. or you have a story prepared before you go. <laughs> so if anything <laughs> happens, you can roll it out. So what we thought is, on the back of that, we thought, well, let's just find um, – some things that have happened over the years where maybe it's been a bit of a scandal, someone's probably lied to the media and it's come out the other way, all of those type of things. So I've got three here on the list. So Moons's Big Hairy List. Okay, we've got to start back in 2012. Now, Ed actually found this one for me and I, didn't, I completely forgot about this. And this is hilarious. So this is a swimmer, uh, Kendrick Monk. Monk yep. or Monk? Don't know, Moons. Sophie, go- Mo- Sophie Monk? Spelt the same. Spelt so the same. We'll go with Monk. Monk. All right, we'll yeah. go with Monk. Uh, so he's a swimmer. Uh, he went to the 2008 Olympics. Now, for the 2012 Olympics, which I think believed he had qualified for. In London? Uh, in London. He actually broke his uh, elbows. Oh, bugger. And he went on Sunrise. So didn't you know really just let the world know that he actually got hit by a car on his bike. And he actually described the car on Sunrise of who hit him. Olympic swimming hopeful Kenrick Monk is facing charges after lying about being the victim of a hit-and-run accident. The 23-year-old broke down today, admitting he made the whole thing up because he was embarrassed he fell off his new skateboard. I know I've done a big mistake and I am sorry for it. <laughs> Kendrick. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off my new skateboard. So basically he's, he's described a car that's hit him. The police have then investigated it after hearing it on Sunrise and said, no, that, that there's no car like that. that. That didn't happen. So then the big fella's gone, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I don't – Oh my, I can understand – 
I can understand being embarrassed about it, but to go to the police and say you've been hit and run <laughs> is extreme, I would imagine. Maybe he was out of form and he wanted an excuse not to go. Not I, to I, go. I don't, I don't know. Now, I'm going to finish off with a couple of Pies players. Um, I, I, there's nothing better than when you make up a story and then it gets found out. It really is funny. Now, we've got Jordan Degoe in 2617, I think it was, who broke his hand and said that uh, he was playing with his dog. And yes. the dog broke his hand there. And then the club found out that uh, a couple of nights earlier, he might have been in a little bit of a fist. Oh, you know, a little a bit of a scuffle. fight. Yeah, a little bit of a scuffle. Oh, so that's how he's yeah, broke okay. his hand. So that's one. Well done, Geordie. Fantastic. He's only 21 years of age at the time. But the other one was uh, Jeremy Howe, who said he was playing frisbees with his dog. And oh, yes. somehow the dog bit his middle finger and broke his middle finger. Right. And yet we found out later he was playing cricket. He was playing cricket. But last week, it was his own bizarre mishap that saw him go under the knife. The 25-year-old had two screws inserted after he got his middle finger caught in the ground while attempting to catch a frisbee playing with his dog at home. The old dog ate my homework. Unbelievable. <laughs> and th- there was another Collingwood player that filled in for basketball and got injured. Was it? Braden Sire. Braden oh, Sire. And he actually he put his name down as fill-in. How do players <laughs> think... And you might have come across it. How do players think that they can get away with playing sport or something else well, without letting the I club know, know? I know years and years and years ago, Darren Milburn played a game of basketball and rolled his ankle. And it was just as he had his first child, Imogen. So he told the, uh, the club that he uh, stepped on one of the Imogen's toys and rolled his ankle coming down the stairs. Yeah, right. But we all knew he was playing basketball. So did it come out? Or was it after he retired that it came no, out? No, no, this was during the club just... Kind of let that one slide. Okay, so they sort of played along with it. Played along with and it, and the media was that no. Yeah, we all, no we, but we all knew as players. I'm sure, a lot of John players listen to this show. Do you reckon any of them will be brave enough to show up to local basketball, knowing that you're around? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. No. How was it going with basketball? Uh, I haven't played for a while, actually. Yeah, are you suspended? No, oh. no. I'm just trying to let my foot recover <laughs> so I can come back for the finals and. MJ it up. Uh, very good. I love it when someone comes out, particularly that first one, was like, I'm going to go oh, and do a gold. police report and then actually found out that you've actually fallen <laughs> off your new skateboard. So there's uh, Moons' big hairy list this week. Time now for... Warlow's TikTok Take. All right, Moon. Stay with me here because the cricket is still continuing over this summer. Well, summer in New Zealand, that is. Mm-hmm. Australia will head to I'm New very Zealand excited. next week for the Test Series. It will be pretty good, although I'm not sure how many people get along and watch the Test Cricket. In New Zealand. But one thing I want to have a take at or a go at this week was England. I'm getting a little bit sick of this moral victory sort of stance. Mm. Your man, well, I don't know if it is your man, but Ollie Robinson has been a bit of a mouthpiece and does some writing Mm -hmm. for Wisdom Cricket. So I haven't got the audio of it, but this is some of the stuff that he said in his article. Now, we know with England... Over the last 12 months or so, probably two years with, uh, with Bazball, mm-hmm. that they've decided that's how they're going to play. This is what we're doing. We're the best. We're beating this team. We're beating this team. But they've won nothing in Test cricket. So. Have they won anything? Nothing. So they've won a one-off Test Series against Ireland. Wow. Well done. Yes. Congratulations. You take Ireland's best players anyway and then go and beat them. Like, what's the point of that? It's like play, us playing rugby union and saying, hey, New Zealand, we'll have your best players <laughs> and then we'll play you. It's absolutely ridiculous. So this week... After losing the second test against uh, uh, India, of course, mm-hmm. he comes out and said, I understand that people will say, well, England lost the second test. The message that had, keeps coming from Ben and Baz is the results are irrelevant. To us, it's the way that we play. So that, for me, is ridiculous because mm-hmm. you want to win games of cricket and win things. 
And then he doubles down. We want to show teams around the world that this is how we're going to play cricket. And this is how we're going to keep test cricket alive by playing this way. For me, it does the complete opposite because they're playing a T20 one-day style of cricket in test cricket that they think is more entertaining, mm-hmm. which is not winning them anything. So what they're actually saying is test cricket is crap. We're just going to play T20 and mm-hmm. one-day cricket and saying to people, this is the best form. So why would you watch test cricket? So they're not winning. They're taking moral victories and they're saying that they're saving test cricket by playing in a way that you play in T20 and one days where they win stuff in T20 and one days, but not in test mm. cricket. So how long do you go around supporting a team or a country playing in a sexy football, sexy cricket, but not actually winning any games? I think it's embarrassing, Waller, to be honest. It really is. Let's be honest. What are they doing? I can't understand this moral victory, this moral saving the game, when at the end of the day, they can't beat the big dogs, Australia and India, in test cricket. They're no good. England, either get it right or bugger off. There you go. That's my take this week. Warlow's TikTok take. All right, stay with us. Plenty to come on this morning's show. We've got our marketplace coming up very soon. And Simon Hill is going to join us next to chat about the Melbourne Derby tonight. And Harry Kane, he's cost Moons some money. This is the warm-up, all thanks to Bet365. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. The marketplace not too far away, but there's plenty of football action. The world game soccer is uh, doing plenty at the moment, and uh, we've got the A-League big game tonight as Melbourne Victory take on Melbourne City. And join us from Network 10 Paramount Plus, and, of course, doing some fine work on SEN as well is Simon Hill. Uh, Simon, good morning to you. Uh, it's We're firing up now towards the back end of the season. There's just so much going on. Yeah, well, obviously, this is a big game tonight, uh, the Melbourne Derby. Always uh, one that fans have ringed in the calendar. And, uh, you know, both teams not in the best of form at the moment. So it's an important game. Um, victory at uh, five without the win at the moment. And, of course, lost their first game of the season against uh, MacArthur last time around. Uh, City on the back of uh, two big away defeats where they've conceded a lot of goals, which has been a a bit of a theme for them this season. So it's a really important derby for both. Simon, just looking at victory at the moment and sitting fourth, six six points off the top, only the one loss. I mean, you have a look at one a loss and you think, geez, that's a good year. What's going on? Why can't they get those wins? Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, obviously the uh, the draw column is the one that's mm. probably causing the most concern, Crazy. not the loss. Um, they've... they've not been able to hang on in games. Uh, occasionally, they've you know they've come back to grab a point late on, but mainly it's been the concession of late goals. Now, whether that's a concentration thing or or uh, something else structurally, I, I don't quite know. Uh, you know, clearly they were without Bruno Fornaroli for the best part of a month, which uh, doesn't help in terms of uh, getting the goals that they need because he's their main supplier. Um, but it shouldn't all be on his shoulders, and uh, you know the defence has got to do its bit as well. Uh, you're right. That, you know, by and large, you look at the league table and you, you look at their record and you think, well, it's, it's been a good season so far, and it has. But I, I 
I guess the feeling amongst the victory supporters would be that it, it could have been so much better. Uh, and really, they pro- probably should be top of the league at the moment. Mm. But uh, they're not uh, because of the reasons I've outlined. And uh, that's what makes the derby so important. Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, there's still plenty of time in the season to, to rectify that, and their form has been okay without being amazing, as you said. So the opportunity to to push push on this season after what was a disappointing year last year, I think, is a big opportunity for them. Um, we know you've been over at the Asia Cup. Uh, Qatar, of course, going back-to-back, which if you had said that <laughs> 10 years ago, you would have just been scratching your head thinking, how the hell is that ever going to happen? Australia a bit unlucky uh, in their clash against South Korea. How did you, how did you fare Australia's... Uh, tournament um I, I think overall it's it's a bit disappointing I, I think it fell a little bit short of expectations to be honest uh, I, I thought semi-finals probably would have been a a pass now obviously they, they came up against uh, South Korea in the quarters which they probably weren't expecting I don't think the South Koreans were either to be honest mm. um but had they not played South Korea it would have been you know Iraq or, or mm. Japan or, or Iran so, you know another one of those big heavyweights so it might have ended up the same way. I, I think it's, you know, the thing that, that frustrates fans a little bit is that uh, the team we feel is capable of, of a bit more. Um, the results were okay up until that uh, South Korea game, which obviously they, they lost in extra time. But the performances weren't as good as I think Australia are capable of. Now, you know, there might be many reasons for that. Yes, there were one or two injuries. Matt Leckie is a big loss for them on the eve of the tournament. Brandon Borello probably would have been part of the squad as well. Uh, and there's probably one or two others. But um, I, I just felt that, you know, that they promised so much. And what we saw at the World Cup, and even in you know, some of the the World Cup qualifiers and, and the friendly game against England, even though they lost that game, they, they played really well. And they never really seemed to find their groove in Qatar. They threatened to on, on certain occasions. But it, it never quite happened for them. Having said that, you know, they're, they're one minute away from the semi-finals, knocking out South Korea. Uh, that Those are the moments upon which top-level sport turns. And, you know, you're either a hero or a villain. And uh, unfortunately, it went the wrong way for Australia. But, uh, you know, there, there's, there's a bit to think about, I think, going forward. Uh, there's also definitely an argument to say that, you know, we don't have a special player a la... Son Chung Min, which the Koreans did, and ultimately for me, he was the difference. Uh, how do we find that player? How do we get the next Aaron Moy, the next Tommy Rogic, the next Massimo Luongo, even? Uh, Aiden Frustich was, you know, perhaps supposed to be that player. He wasn't at this tournament because of injury concerns and form and fallouts with his club, etc. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot to ponder, I think, going forward. And, uh, uh, hopefully we, we will see a, a better Australia going forward because I, I don't think that was the Socceroos at their best, quite frankly. Simon, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago with uh, Josh Jenkins. We're doing an afternoon drive and I spoke about uh, the EPL and I said, you know, is this the chance my Liverpool's finally going to win? Uh, and then they slipped up and your Man City's just sitting a nice little game behind them. What's going to happen, mate? Be honest. Is it Liverpool's or is Man City just going to jump over the top again? Well, it's, I think it'll be one of the two, although Arsenal might have something to say about that as well. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, there, there are a lot of uh, uh, things to play out uh, yet. And both teams are involved in European competition and also in, in the FA Cup as well. Uh, so, 
you know, the, the injuries could come into play, a loss of form at, at certain moments. City at the moment look as though they're in a real groove. I think mm. they've won 11 straight matches in all competitions. And this is normally the time of year when City find that rhythm. And it's up to Liverpool to try and stay with them. Now, so far, they've been able to do that. But, uh, you know, they've got a three-point lead. Sorry, a two-point lead. <coughs> City have got a game in hand. If, if they win that, then City will go top. And, you know, Liverpool are playing catch-up. Now, that's psychologically, even though it's only one point, um, you know, given that City have, have had their wobbles in the first half of the season, psychologically, that could be damaging for Liverpool to see City hit the top mm. and uh, and start to get into that rhythm, which they've seen so often. Kevin De Bruyne back fit and firing. Erling Haaland back fit Ugh. and firing. Uh, other players... <laughs> Just putting daggers in my heart here, Simon. Really. They're, uh, Sorry, <laughs> putting daggers in my heart here. They just no, find. Just well, just telling you the truth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily that Liverpool aren't going to win it, but those are the factors that yeah, they're, they're going to have to deal with. And look, Liverpool are a very, very good side. Uh, unfortunately for them, so are City. So I, I think it will probably go right down to the wire, which is great. Yeah, it is great. A uh, couple to finish on. Harry Kane, of course, at Bayern Munich, who could be, I think I saw a, uh, a, a meme or something this week, they could go trophyless for the first time since 1647. With regards to Harry Kane, yeah, look, Harry left Tottenham to try and win trophies with Bayern Munich, and you would have thought that was a pretty safe bet. Mm, but uh, unfortunately, they lost to Bayer Leverkusen, who are their main uh, threats in, in the Bundesliga title race in Germany uh, a week or so back by three goals to nil. So I think that's five points behind. They've just lost yep. the first leg of their Champions League round of 16 against Lazio. So they're under threat of going out of the, uh, the Champions League as well. Uh, that, that would be you know, pretty cruel on, the, on Harry Kane oh, to, would be. to leave Tottenham after all those years and then go to Bayern Munich and not win a trophy. And then be the Harry, uh, Harry, Kane, football, eh? Harry Kane curse is what they're calling it in the UK he, at the moment. He's kicked 24 for the year, <laughs> so he's, he's done his job. He's done his job. It's, that's definitely not <laughs> yeah, his fault. No. He's doing a great job. Mm. But Bayern Munich could still win yeah. both of those things, to be perfectly honest. And I, I, I guess they could easily turn around the 1-0 uh, deficit at home against Lazio in a week or two. Simon, looking forward to the game. Uh, Melbourne City taking on Melbourne victory in the Melbourne Derby at Amy Park. It's going to be an absolute belter. You can tune in to Network 10 and Paramount Plus to see all the coverage. Thanks for joining us and good luck. Cheers, guys. All the best. Thanks, Simon. Simon Hill joining us from Network 10 and Paramount Plus for the Melbourne Derby on tonight. Looking forward to that one. Stay with us. The Marketplace up next on The Warmer. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, if you've missed any of this morning's show, you can find us on the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. And, of course, TikTok, Facebook and Instagram to see some of the vision from the show as well. Moons is big, hairy list. And I think my take might even be there this week as well. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. But right now, let's get into this week's Marketplace. The Marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, every week on the show, we buy or sell something in the world of sports, or sometimes it's only loosely connected to sports moons. I guess we've covered a lot of NFL. And Taylor's in town. She played last night at the MCG. She's back there again tonight. Um, 
Ed went to Matchbox 20. His partner went to Taylor Swift. So, uh, you know. We got the better deal. They're really hitting Certainly it off. Certainly, <laughs> oh, Rob Thomas was amazing. Goo Goo Dolls, uh, and we didn't even know they were in town. So, uh, congratulations yeah. to, to those guys. Good time. Good timing. Off, yeah. What are you doing? What are you buying this week? Okay, so on the back of the uh, Super Bowl, there's obviously a lot of stories that come out about uh, things that happen. Now, uh, this one caught my eye. Now, whether it happened or not, I believe it did. But if it didn't, you want to believe it? I don't care. I'm just going with it. Uh, we all know the, uh, I guess, the history of of Kanye West and uh, Taylor Swift back at the Grammys when. Kanye jumped up on stage and said, you know, basically she didn't deserve this trophy. That should have gone yeah. to Beyonce for the best video and all that. Of all time. He said. Well, yep. So revenge is revenge is magnificent, isn't it? Best served it, cold. It is, it is fantastic. So here we are, years later, years and years later. The story is uh Super Bowl Day that Kanye bought tickets to sit in front of Taylor Swift's box. Yep. So every time Taylor got on TV, Kanye would get on TV. Well, our girl Taylor got a little bit of a whiff of this and said, no, 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 Kanye. Out Made a go. couple of phone calls and boom, Kanye gets thrown out of the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. So I love now, that. whether if this is true, I hope it is no, because I think that is fantastic. Our girl Taylor has just gone, here's some revenge, Westy. Boom, boom, out you go, and son. And he was going to be wearing some ridiculous mask promoting yeah, new music. He ridiculous. did an ad at the Super Bowl and he just said, oh, we didn't have enough money or we didn't come up with an idea. Yeah. We just bought the ad space. Um, just yeah, so I can get it out to me. Uh, That's what I'm buying. Speaking of money, mm. buying this week is you would have saw the streaker at yes. the Super Bowl, right? So it's not uncommon at big sporting events or anything really to see a streaker um, these days. But why? What's the benefit of a streaker? Like, what's? I'm not saying well, that gives you've us done entertainment. It. All right, but what's the benefit for the streaker? Um, well, obviously, just to get your head on TV and yep. get your two heads on TV. What about if you've had a bet on the NFL Super Bowl match that there will be a streaker and you are that streaker? Genius. This gentleman this week put 10, 20 grand on there being a streak at Super Bowl. He, what are the odds? I think he got, uh, I'm not sure, he, he at least made 20 or 30 grand out of it. I said, this is what he had to say this week because I think he's having some issues with getting paid, <laughs> to be honest. I live here in Vegas, and when I saw that you could bet on whether or not there would be a streaker during the Super Bowl, I knew I had to go down to the casino and place a $20,000 bet. After I placed the bet, I went and bought a ticket for $10,000 so that I could control my own destiny. And then when the time was right, I hopped the fence and started sprinting out onto the field. I'm well, the people who were meant to pay said they can't pay because he had inside information. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> pay the man pay his the money. Man. You put a bet out, there will be a streaker. He's, do you say stroke? <laughs> he stroked. <laughs> he was a streaker. Pay the man. And you know, so hang on. So what? So we don't know exactly what I was paying. So he would have made a fortune. Surely that would have been like a I think 10 to 1 minimum. I think audio of another situation, he cleared maybe 20 grand. After buying a ticket, so buying the, the ticket, on, putting whatever, the whatever. bet on, so he's and so, plus he's fine, which would have been whatever he spent a night in jail or the whatever it was, and so I think pay, pay him up, his money, pay up, pay him his money. There I like go. that one. Well done. All right, what are you selling this week? Okay, Bruce? what I'm selling. So this week, now Valentine's Day. Why are we still doing this? 
Like I'm, 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 I'm not Mister Romantic. I can do that, but I'll, I'll put some things up and I'll tell my wife I love her, which so I do, obviously. And Eddie and I spoke. But why are we doing Valentine's Day? I, seriously, I don't know why we're doing it. I went out for dinner with friends, not even realizing it was Valentine's. Six of us went out for dinner. I'm like, oh, it's actually. And my mate was filthy because he doesn't like Valentine's Day. And he goes, even me just being out for dinner with friends, I feel like I'm I'm involved in Valentine's Day and I don't want to be. But Eddie and I spoke. Are you doing your own social media? Uh, yes, I am. Yes. So you, why, would I, would I, why would I be? Well, I, because some of the, the when you have the when your photos are up, have you taken those photos, or you've got someone to take those photos for you? No, I've taken easily selfie photos. Yeah, and then so then you're writing the message, or is someone writing the message for you? Are you using AI to write messages? No, I'm I'm writing the message. So whatever you've written in there is from. From you, yes. So you're in control. Yes, so no I, one's managing I, your I, social media. I, I believe so. Yes. So what have that, I? Well, that's not that's not a selfie. Your last one wasn't a selfie. What have What have I? Oh, no, that's 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 his daughter. That's what not have, what have I written? Oh, it's not what you've written. You've indulged yourself into Valentine's Day. Well, again, that's what are I'm saying. You, yeah. I, are I, you admitting here that you're a fraud? No. Or you're what I'm saying is, I'm not forced day. into it, but you know, it's a nice thing to do. But what I'm saying is, I just don't want this day to be even be there to make me have to make give an option of so do you, I have to be involved? Talk the talk, but you won't walk the walk. Well, I'm I'm frightened of my wife. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what it was. I thought we finally. Got I there thought you know what? There. I'll send my wife some love, which I'm, I'm more than happy to do because I love her. But this day is just one of the biggest hoax and Ridiculous. fraud days of all days. And to be she honest, won't listen to this, so I can say this. So <laughs> yeah. I'm as brave as brave right now. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think I just yeah, I don't understand what the whole concept is. To be perfectly honest, and it's so just when a day so, for so when with you and your wife, when 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 was it made clear that this day would not be accepted in your household? Well, because when you first start dating, you do it. No, of course you've you got do. to, particularly if you're not engaged or married, yes. because it's almost like you are. But that's but then when you are engaged and married, you're not doing. It's like oh well, you've lost the love. Then have you? Well, have you lost the love? Well, if you were putting, you know, if you're doing an SEN love rating, <laughs> I can't say still at hundred. It's not match of the round. <laughs> so no, I've lost the love. But that's that's life. You know, you're, you're busy. So, it, so, but when was it? When was, it must have been a couple of years ago, where both of you I'm went. Just slowly, sort of, you know, filtered out. <laughs> I think, I, to be fair, I think I was doing flowers last, as you would do. Now, let's, and then the next year, I couldn't be bothered. We're married with kids, so Ed, when did you just start filtering out Valentine's Day? Or are you still doing it? No, nah, being custody of Valentine's Day. This is our first one. So first one, first one dinner. We treated it dinner. De Palma's restaurant in Q. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> give you a mention. I hope I get a little. Bit of <laughs> my wallet's shorty. The dollar Wednesday night. Well uh, done, very mate. Good. Let's just see, like, give it ten years with kids. We'll see if that Valentine's oh, is still drop there. Right off. Uh, all right. Oh, what are you selling? I'm selling this week. Uh, not Usher, not Alicia Keys, but the NFL. Have a listen to uh, Alicia Keys and her performance at the Super Bowl this week. Some people Just play that again. Some people She's done a Bill Laurie. She's done a Bill Laurie, all right. Look, say what that's you want live. about that. So that's so, live, so her voice is cracked. Yeah. So the NFL, when they've put the performance on YouTube, have actually edited the performance and taking out the voice cracking so there was no more of that Zomb! it was mm. just a perfect performance I think that's the wrong thing to do we saw for what it was and it 
it's like the AFL putting Gary Ablett Senior Mark of Gary over Gary Pert on YouTube and actually making him mark the ball because he never did mark the ball. Yes. So for me, I think it's poor form for the NFL to replace the cracked voice. And I think they're going to do that. AFL should then go in and – because Gary, I just want to make this clear. Gary Ablett didn't mark that football. Right. Mark of the century. Yeah, well, he didn't he, mark he it. He paid it, mate. So That's a mark. the AFL should go in and glue the football I'm to I'm a premiership player. I didn't get a kick. I'm still a premiership player. Well, no. That, <laughs> and the mark was paid. I think it's an absolute disgrace. And I still feel sorry for Gary Pert uh, at the moment. They so should have dubbed – AFL should have dubbed Meatloaf. Then all of a sudden we just wouldn't have would to – Would have been a lot better. I don't have an issue with that. That's going to happen, but that's what it is. So there you go. That's what I'm selling this week. The NFL, the AFL should get onto that and fix that Gary Ablett mark if they're going to continue to make that mark of the year. Uh, plenty coming up. We've got, we've got matches tomorrow. In fact, Richmond and Melbourne are going head-to-head. The Melbourne Derby and Test Cricket midweek. Wednesday, Australia head to New Zealand. So plenty of sports coming cricket. your way. It's an early start. Mm. Like I think the first ball will be about 8.30 as a guess. Well, what are they, three hours in front? Yeah, two or three hours yeah. in front. Yep, so there you go. That'll happen. Uh, this has been the warm-up. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week, Moons. Well done by you, buddy. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.